Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode. I think this is 124. So, yeah, 125. Uh, 124 sure? last week. Yeah. Ah, well, welcome to episode 125 of Radio. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about video game stuff. Or 124. We'll find out after I edit it and check the actual numbers. Um. Anyway, Paul, how you doing? I am very, very on fumes of energy. Other than that, pretty good. <laughs> how are you? I'm pretty good, thank you. I'm not liking this heat. I've been drinking a lot of water. I've got water next to me. Um. So yeah, been pretty good, thank you. Um. I think we've got to introduce our guests because we actually have two guests today. Um, one of them is a returning guest that we haven't had on for a while and we always enjoy having him on. Um, he's the Lalafell with the slightly less amazing ears than my Lalafell, but still pretty cool. It's Taro TV. Okay. Fa- yeah, thanks very much, Chili. Thank you very much. <laughs> thanks for having me back. It's always a pleasure and uh, looking forward to having a chat about some stuff. How how you been? Yeah, not not too bad, not too bad. I've been um like I said, the heat over here is pretty mad. So um yeah, yeah not too bad. Just recently done my relic and oh, nice. that was pretty fun. Um did you put yeah, skill nice. speed on it? Uh well I didn't because uh I, I, I played dra- I played Dragoon this tier, so I, I got ah. my my warrior up afterwards and I already had enough skill speed, but I don't have access to the, the BIS legs, so I I chose to uh Put it into nasty instead. It's like a bad lalafell. <laughs> I also played okay. Dragoon this tier. It was terrible. I'm still oh, playing no. it now. Yeah, yeah. I am a white mage, so I have a stick. Does that count? You have glare, so yeah. Okay, okay, sweet. And I think uh, yeah, I hit yeah more harder than most of my moves. I will, I'm going to miss my damage, by the way. I'm going to say this now before we start. I'm going to miss the damage. I know it's going to still be the same amount of damage, but I like the big numbers, okay? Oh, yeah, that's something we can talk about afterwards. Uh, yeah. Because we were talking about that as well. Yeah. Um, and a new guest that we haven't hum- had on before, and hopefully we don't scare them off right away, and they, you know, their chat has taken over our chat, which is nice. Um, it's nice to see so many new people spamming this amazing emote um we're very lucky to have on someone that was requested quite a few times on our twitter channel when we're asking for tanks we've got java monkey hello hello everyone it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me thank you how are you doing it's our it's the first time meeting you so i mean controversially to everyone else in the uk i am also melting it is way too hot i've sat here with a tower fan blasting cold air into my face and i still feel like I'm about to melt like a snowman in hell. So that's a great time. Uh, otherwise, yeah. though, I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm doing very well. I, uh... I agree with the chat. Your voice is really deep and I like it. Can we just <laughs> can we just have him take Moogle go around? Can we just step <laughs> out and he, we can give him the channel? I mean, I think this, nah, this is not the first time we've actually had a full British cast. Shall <laughs> 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 we swap the roles? So me and Java will host you two can. <laughs> I mean, sweet. I mean, but... I'm down for a vacation. <laughs> Our podcast now. <laughs> Finally, I can I can stop doing. Look, I had to do five podcasts on Sunday. So if I don't have to do podcasts for a week, I will take it. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, thank you so much for joining us. Um, oh, thank you very much for having me. 
my pleasure. But yeah, we. This is Paul's idea. So, if you, Paul, do you want to start this off a little bit? Because I know you're the one who brought this up originally about bringing jobs on, about talking, you know, in the future. Yes, we're actually interviewing people about jobs now. Uh, so, I had this idea actually from another, uh, used to be Final Fantasy kind of creator. Everyone may know him as Talon. He did the old tank episode, uh, which I was on at one point. And. Basically, I decided to do this because obviously with Endwalker come out and we saw a lot of interesting abilities, I'm going to say, just from the uh, small little uh, benchmark trailer that we saw. And I was like, actually, this is before. I just, I just want tanks, healers. Tell me what you tell me what you want to see. That's the whole convert. What do you want to see from your class? What? don't you want to lose in your class and what do you think could help your class and that's what we're doing now we have a gunbreaker a warrior a white mage and some prat that has changed so many jobs he doesn't know what to do i mean we won't be talking about our jobs we'll talk about jobs in the future episode because we've got quite a lot of episodes to go through (laughs) a lot of episodes Uh, we've got to cover make content till november so because you're our first guest um Java Monkey, is there anything you're really excited for when it comes to Endwalker? Because I know you do Ultimate, right? I do, yes. Um, there's any sort of things you and because we know that new Ultimate is going to be level ninety. It so, is, yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, like, yeah. First and foremost, yeah, that new Ultimate is a uh, is definitely something I'm really looking forward to because I don't know, it'll be my first time. This is going to be my first expansion ever. Like this is going to be my first time playing this game. When a fresh expansion comes out, I started playing about patch 5.2. Pretty much like start of lockdown, so middle of patch 5.2. And uh, the slash playtime's concerningly large number kind of indicates that in the last year I've fallen in love with this game. But yeah, I would say the biggest thing is the new ultimate, something I'm definitely looking forward to. A new setting for a savage tier. And as well, just getting to experience the launch of a new expansion as well, I think will be really nice. That's pretty cool that you get to experience the expansion for the first time. Um, I will say from experience from previous expansions, um, there might be some NPCs that block your way. <laughs> <laughs> I I have heard the tales of Rauban's Wall. I have heard the tales. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Pippin. Robin and no. Pippin. Father like son. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's because they decided to have one after another, so that was not a good idea. Um. But no, what is there any certain because you play a gun ba- gunbreaker, correct? I do, yes, that is my main job. Um, is there any certain abilities that you're looking forward to that you think will enhance gunbreaker in the future? Like, is there anything you're thinking the job is missing right now, or something that it, you want to make sure it has to keep either to keep its identity or just to make it different? Mm. I would probably say in the in the sense of Gunbreaker, there's definitely not a lot more I'd want to see added to the job. With where it is right now as a tank, it is incredibly busy. Um, mm. You've got your, your No Mercy and your Gnashing Fang windows, which involve a lot of double weaving. Um, or if you're doing content that's requiring a lot of movement, it's like single weaves and reshuffling where your weaves go. So it can be incredibly busy during that phase. So I wouldn't really want to see too much more added in in that regard. Um, if anything, maybe a simplifying of the continuation system and the gnashing fang system to be less buttons. Because it is a bit of a hot bar gore right now with gnashing fang, uh, savage claw, and wicked talon 
all being separate skills and then continuation being an extra one on the end. Um, having played a little bit of PvP, it does feel a little bit tidier on the hotbars to have those condensed down. Um, so that would be a nice little tidy up. Otherwise, not adding too much to that. I think something I would quite like to see is uh, I initially loved the skill of Bloodfest giving you two free cartridges. I was like, well, it's more damage. Who could ever complain? Uh, but I do often find now that it's really just used for two extra burst strikes. So I've been leveling a lot of samurai and playing a lot of samurai recently to try life as someone who doesn't have 200k HP and can just stand in every mechanic uh, if it doesn't give a damage down. And I quite like the synergy you get there between your Ikishoten and your Senai, where you pretty much build the 50 Kenki gauge and then spend it on a hard-hitting ability. And I've been wondering, or kind of hoping perhaps, that Gunbreaker maybe gets a bigger like a spender skill for that. Maybe you spend two at once and get a nice big chunk of damage out of it. And that might streamline down the Bloodfest No Mercy windows just a little bit. However, it's a tricky balancing act because Gunbreaker is one of those jobs that flows very cleanly from combo to combo. Playing much like a DPS, you're going to go through your 1-2-3, you're going to go through your uh, No Mercy window, then you do your 1-2-3 straight into a Gnashing Fang, and then you're going to do double 1-2-3 into a 1-2, and then you're straight back into uh, No Mercy, which your Burst and your Gnashing Fang within No Mercy last just long enough to finish the third part of your combo and be back to two shells. So it all flows very, very tidily right now. And I'm not... I think it's going to be a fine balancing act. I'm intrigued to see how they do it with how they would add anything else or change anything else. We did see in the benchmark trailer, we got that clip of the Gunbreaker sort of upswing the gunblade into the enemy and then fire off a shot. That has mm -hmm. me personally very excited about whether that's going to be a double spender or maybe just an upgraded burst strike. But I will say the animation alone had me doing backflips in my seat. It was thrilling. <laughs> I was I like, mean, oh, it looks so cool. I think they might do what they did with the uh, Red Mage and Samurai when they just they just kind of like added like a little like kind of finishing touch onto it. Yeah. Like Red Mage, Red Mage didn't get much. It just added like some quality of life things. And then you get a big hitter thing at the end of your like kind of combo. And it's like, mm. okay, yeah, that's pretty nice. I, I don't want to see what they're going to do with that because obviously they're like two expansions, you know? See what mm. they're gonna do with that now, and I think it's it's the same with dancer. I think dancer and gunbreaker are just gonna get quality of life things with like a little bit added on, like more DPS maybe, you know, so it doesn't like completely break the class or break the sound as it did at the beginning of this expansion. <laughs> no, um, I, I very much agree. Then, yeah, I, that's that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Is uh, obviously not knowing how the changes were for red major samurai, but seeing the skills between seventy and eighty in the skill book, which I know isn't a completely true reflection because some things have been shifted around and tweaked a little bit uh, with the release of Shadowbringers. But yeah, something like that I think would be really nice. Just not adding too much, not doing too much to flesh it out. Just a little bit of polish here and there. Maybe some buff potencies, some new animations, and nothing too complex on the DPS front. On the mitigation front, um, I do have some questions about the nature of camouflage. I do, while I've come to appreciate it a lot more in Ultimate content, because autos hurt, a lot uh, in the content. Um, I do find it very much otherwise just gets used as most other tanks use their rolling mitigation to add on a bit of extra damage reduction onto your nebula or your rampart, which is completely fine. But when you compare it to, say, um, Dark Knight Paladin, I mean, I guess Paladin's more the party mitigation, 
but Dark Knight and Warrior especially feels a little bit, little bit less impactful. I do wonder if that will stay the same way it is, or what may potentially happen with it in that regard. Because we've got Warrior as a self-healing tank, like Paladin's identity as party mitigation. Dark Knight's very much seems to be going down the track of being a magic resistance tank. So maybe they'll stick with it, just tweak the numbers on it a bit. It may just stay as it is, but maybe Gunbreaker becoming more of a physical mitigation tank. Focus much more on dealing with boss autos consistently over time. I think it could be a nice way to see it identify itself. Because I think a lot of people associate Gunbreaker as the DPS tank, but I must admit, I do like what they've done in this game with bringing all the tanks into a reasonable sense of parity, unless we're talking invulnerabilities, in which case I'm so sorry, Dark Knights, but Living Dead is horrible. And I, I mean, I played it. <laughs> Super Bowlight is, is, hor is horrible at times as well, to be honest. It's great. It's a great <laughs> ability, but I, as a white mage, I often find it happens as I've hit Benediction. Oh, I mean, that is that is the Bolide Benediction meme. Yeah. We do yeah. love and hate it in equal parts. <laughs> like, I love Every it. It's very good. Tries. But at the yeah. same time, it makes me cry a little bit when it happens. <laughs> See, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I came from a a a, a, a um, what was it? simpler life of tank. Um, but when parry was a thing, mm -hmm. that I, I again, a lot of people didn't find parry useful. But it was against auto attacks. If I had parry going against Shiva and her goddamn mm. auto attacks, I'd be so much more happier. Because her, oh, yeah. her oh, auto yeah. attacks were like train trunk, just tapping me down. Well, wasn't Dark Knight the parry tank originally? If I'm rightly, it had loads of before this expansion. It had loads of different parry buffs. No, I think that was Paladin because of the shield. No, I think... that was block, weren't it? That was block. yeah. They uh, no, Dark Knight was the parry tank originally. Yeah. Before it became the magic tank, because they realized parry making a parry based tank wasn't a good idea. I would have loved that though. I I don't know. I love that kind of like like parry. Like you're you're an actual tank. I love getting hit. Mm. Like I I've took a break from tanking. I I did play like Gunbreaker, Paladin. You know that. You no, know, I like getting hit. Call me a masochist, but <laughs> you know, I enjoy being the person that got hit because. I had fun not dying, <laughs> you know? I have a big, large health pool. Hmm, let's, uh, let's mitigate that. Mm. No, uh, Rose in chat says, Living Dead can be good and it's not too difficult to deal with. You know exactly how it works. But trying to heal Living Dead as Scholar is a difficult world being without benediction at all levels. Yes. Mm. Um, White Mage is probably the easiest one to do it because you've got so many burst heals. Um, you've got your Afflitus, or whatever it's called. You've got your uh, other. You got like loads of insta heals if need be, and benediction. Mm -hmm. With the, I can see why astrologian and scholar can struggle when it comes to Dark Knight. I would uh, say but, my biggest complaint with Living Dead, because I, I do 100% agree with what Rose is saying. The strongest thing about it is you functionally can get 18 seconds of not dying out of an invuln, which is a crazily good amount of time. Um, however, it doesn't offer that invulnerability to damage that say hallowed ground or super bolide does and it is also a case of like is you can power heal them back up and it can end it early but they're still taking damage while it's going on if you're chunk healing them back up i think it does definitely have its strengths but it's it just feels like a bit of an outlier compared to the others to me but no i do 100 percent agree as rose says it has its niche where it is very strong it's just i don't know something it's like, it's else cool. it's like you know you oh it's very thematic you know, oh, I turn basically undead. That's cool. 
<laughs> mm. It is, it is, yeah. But I'm not sure I'm not sure what I'd do with it in that regard. I think I just yeah, I have some minor gripes with it, but it's I, I'm also not I, I played the uh, Dark Knight for E8S prog and that's really about it. So But yeah, to circle back as we're saying about parrying, because I will say as well, going through T, I've noticed that parry will work on the fosters from Living Liquid, which is great. Um, but it does provide inconsistency. You're saying as it for a tanking mechanic. It is, especially when ultimates, when you're spreadsheeting everything out and planning things. I, I know I'm talking to my healers, like, okay, so how come when we first started that, how come this pool you're taking this much and then this pool you're taking almost twice as much? And it's like, well, I parried the buster this time and I didn't the other time. Um, when you're trying to like min-max that out. It's a, yeah, it's a bit odd. So, like I said, I do like the idea of Gunbreaker falling into being like the physical damage mitigation tank. I just wonder if parry will see some tweaks or some changes, or that ability of camouflage will see some changes. I'd like to see Camouflage have some sort of a change. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just up in the mitigation a little bit. Or a system where like, it guarantees you parry, and parry is a flat percentage of reduction. Yeah. Something like that. So it yeah. becomes very niche into the... I mean, you could even take away the 10% and just say you're guaranteed to parry for this section. That will be... It's basically shell from the parry. 20. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that would be... Maybe a neat way to it, and it then fits it really nicely into that physical mitigation kind of style. Okay. Um, anyway, and now, we'll... <laughs> and yeah. now we're going over to the hill tank. So, Taro, again, yeah. same question. What do you want to see Warrior get? Unfortunately, we have seen a sort of boxing match AoE that Warrior has gotten. What do you, how do you feel about that? Well, like listening to Java and Gunbreaker, and I'm like, yeah, man, Gunbreaker's solid, and then you get to Warrior, and it's like, oh, man, needs needs a, a, a lot of work. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Gunbreaker's in a... Uh, a quick one on Gunbreaker. It's in a super good spot. I think uh, optimizing that continuation, because we've definitely seen in... A lot of high-end players are, you know, they're starting to use certain add-ons that, that make continuation one button, uh, which is starting to be a trend for quality of life. So if they reduce that button bloat, uh, that would be, that would really polish Gunbreaker. And I think, yeah, Gunbreaker as the physical mitigation would be awesome. I don't think it's got too much work to do to get to that identity, but with Warrior, uh, for me, Warrior in its current state, it needs a lot of work to be, have its to have its own identity in the expansion. So right now it's, an axe using class that has uh, almost like the highest personal mitigation and crazy self heal. But then in statistics, the, it is one of the lower damaging tanks, especially when you compare it to a paladin. Now, if I take an image of a warrior and I take an image of a paladin with a sword and shield, if I show it my grandma and I say, which one do you think hit harder? They're probably going to say the one with the axe. But in the current patch, the Paladin is, destroys Warrior in DPS, which identity-wise doesn't sit too well with me. I almost feel it should be the opposite. I feel you should have a Gunbreaker up there, a Warrior up there, and then you have the Paladin uh, towards the bottom in damage um, and have more of a physical slash party uh, mitigation sort of uh, meta. Whereas with Warrior, I actually think Warrior should have less mitigation and more self-healing. So... Um, back when we had Bloodbath, it was absolutely insane. And Nascent Flash is a decent version of that. But I still think with abilities like Shake It Off, I personally would make Shake It Off be a, a selfish ability. You know, I think the warrior should be a very selfish 
self-healing class to help its identity stand out from those such as Paladin. So abilities like Shake It Off, where it provides party mitigation, I would tune those more towards having regen. So maybe Shake It Off gives uh, the party some health through the warrior's damage. I think the damage, damage, damage should be what helps the warrior mitigate, not the defensives. But we've got a bit of reverse where Paladin is better as the off-tank in a lot of situations with its off-globals and its, um, uh, what's that ability called? The the, uh, the shield you can put on. People. Are you talking about uh, Divine Veil? No, 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 the other one. The um, Intervention. Oh, yeah. Intervention, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas I think uh, Paladin should be more ahead of the pack, providing a lot more party mitigation and the warrior should be a lot more uh, in its own right, uh, which helps oh. it kind of define itself a little bit more. Um, so I think, yeah, I think more more in that terms of identity. So stuff like Home Gang, I think just a full upgrade. Have Home Gang be this badass chain with spikes coming out of it. Have it actually work a lot of the time because you Home Gang some stuff and it's kind of hit and miss. Some stuff gets stuck. Some stuff doesn't get stuck. Uh, some stuff still moves with you when you Home Gang it and the chain is kind of bugged in general. So make it a lot more uh, Berserker-like uh, in the expansion is what I'd like to see for it. Um, to really make it stand out and up its damage. They did a little bit of potency gain with Warrior recently, but it's still not not quite enough. As for abilities, uh, just like in the benchmark video, we got to see what looks like an upgraded upheaval, maybe an AOE upheaval um, at the start of the benchmark where the axe disappears and you have those three horizontal strikes. That looks very much like an AOE, and I could see them upgrading the current animations uh, much like with Gunbreaker's Burst Strike with that uh, underarmed stance, I could see that being upgraded over the current Burst Strike uh, to help reduce button bloat. And I know Square Enix has been reducing button bloat over time, so I could see them doing that uh, much more uh, in this expansion by upgrading current abilities and not adding uh, too many uh, to that. Which um, is good. Yeah, which would, is good. You know, you don't want to have too many too many buttons going on in the grand scheme of things. No, that is true. <laughs> But I actually want to touch on you with the, uh, obviously with the... Uh, one the... second. Uh, Exalted okay. Panda said, why not have Warriors select one pirate member that also benefits from their self-heal for 10 seconds so they still have the healing, but also a way to help. Kind of, I guess that's like kind of like a healing cover, if you could they, say. They, they, they do have that. They that do is, have oh, that. that is, that's um, Nascent Flash, right? Yeah, that's yes. Nascent Flash. Yeah, yeah, it's got that okay. Nascent. Um, that's basically what it is. NASCAR but, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> But the whole, like, you know, a warrior should be that selfish tank. And I think it should. It should be able to, like, it can heal itself. You know, through damage. You know, why can't that be that? Because I remember the days of good old Inner Beast. Mm. Where it used to, that was your mitigation, you know. You up here, you got a bit of health back. And, you know, you, was it was it 5% or 10% damage reduction? Was it 5%? It was like 5%. But... Touching on that kind of a, like AOE kind of health to give to the party, like they're up their maximum HP up. I think that'd be good because in WoW they do have that. It's called Rallying Cry, mm. and that gives a lot of people a small bit of heal, but also ups their maximum HP up for like I think it was like twenty five seconds, I think. You know, and having that say for say like a big like AOE party wiper i think that would be good i'd like to see that oh yeah they i don't think they know what they're doing because warrior has been through so many major changes there was a time i forgot the patch but there was a time where warrior 
was so broken that they changed the class mid-patch instead of leaving it till an expansion. Um, so Warriors certainly had its ups and downs. They've also, I'm going to bring it up, man, Butcher's Block. I don't oh. know what they're doing. Why, why is Butcher's Block not on Warrior? One of the best animations, one of the most identifiable animations for a Warrior, you know, Butcher, you know, butchering things and having that up-down swing. And then we just get Mame and Storm's Eye. I oh, mean, that, oh, I, don't, I will never understand that decision. But then again, uh, one part of the, the thing we all suffer from from tanks is having multiple patches where one strength accessories were BIS. So we had to use monk accessories and then two bringing in tank material tenacity, which has very niche uses. Don't get me wrong, but you still have tanks going D hit determination crit. And how long has tenacity been broken for? It's been broken for a long time, right? So mm-hmm. maybe this expansion, they'll get tank material, right. And not scuff it up like they've done now. So um, I think tanks as a whole, Get the identity of Warrior and Dark Knight uh, and get the materia um, sorted mm. and done and dusted. I think the I biggest also... issue of materia, sorry, I was going to say the biggest, no, issue, the biggest issue I think with materia is also because you need completely different materia for Warrior mm. than you do any other time. Oh, yeah, no, it's yep. painful. That's yeah. what I was going to say yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally uh, really enjoy playing Warrior, but that differentiation, I'm not going to farm. I mean, I will. I love Savage too much. But I, I'm I'm hesitant to farm a whole second mystic. Yeah, a whole different set of a different thing, and it's like. And just... then you can't just have them both in your inventory and your armory chest, like your uh, gear chest. You gotta yeah. like, go swap yes. them out in saddlebags and everything. <laughs> That's it's really just... annoying. Yeah, so I do wonder if going into Endwalker, if they'll tweak the way that Warrior works in that regard with um, its stat distribution, or if they'll go that way with all the tanks, where tanks burst windows are guaranteed crit directed. And maybe they try and incentivize tanks away from melding direct hit. It could be, yeah. I think the fact that you can meld direct hit when none of the gear like is is meant to have it on is is kind of scuffed in itself. So mm-hmm. uh, I think if I if I was to try and fix materia, I would have tanks. I would rework tenacity, rename it, do whatever you want to call it, and I would uh, lock them out of melding direct hit. Just make it simple, make it effective, and then allow multiple materia sets. Maybe a a two materia swap glamour dresser um, at a time. Oh, that would be amazing. White can still do dirt hit right, please. I want. I want. That. <laughs> no, no, you, 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 no, you, you, you whatever you piety, whatever material you use, dude, piety or whatever. I'm not melding piety. I'd rather go into the raids with no melds. <laughs> oh, I, I remember times where you had to meld accuracy. And like, oh, no, a- don't, 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 don't go there. Don't. Oh, I missed. Oh, I missed my. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that because obviously, like, I've been playing Classic WoW recently and I've like seen like the resist, you know, dodge. I've been like, bro, I fucking missed that shit. That shit was good. Accuracy. <laughs> I agree with. Sorry if you say your name wrong. I'm just going to call you Eureka because it, that reminds I, I would Eureka. rather go in with no gear than Mel Piety. But then, why? Am, why is the Lalafell naked? Because pie. <laughs> you know he's he, yeah he's just doing some you know upstanding thing. You know he's just fighting for freedom of white mages. You know <laughs> that's why he's naked. I'll never oh, forget no. that savage run where the tank was like, "Why am I dying so fast?" Well, and we clear we clear. It took like we had this 
I can't remember what floor it was. We had it on farm, right? We'd been farming it for three weeks, and that one week he kept dying a lot. Like, and we're like, why? And then we cleared, and then we realized he hadn't got pants equipped. Oh, no. <laughs> so we'd that been doing it. the the entire time without pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I will say on the subject of like tank melds, I think yes, as you mentioned about tenacity, it needs some kind of change to it because. The only time you ever really want to use it as a tank is if you're doing potentially world prog and it's a minimal threshold because yeah. the stat doesn't scale well at all. Like you just need to hit that like first little threshold, then you're like, okay, well now I just go back to direct hit. Even if I'm doing something where I'm min geared. And the same for ultimates. A little bit of extra tenacity, but there's no benefit to continuing to add it on. Mm. I do quite like the concept of tenacity and piety being prog stats. When you need that extra safety cushion, they're there. And then you have, like as a tank, as you get more gear, as you outgear a fight, you can start to spec into more DPS. As you have that leniency to say, like, okay, I don't need to have as much flat damage reduction in my gear. I can start to build some more DPS. My party can start to kill faster. Maybe skip mechanics, like optimize the fight a little bit. I do like that threshold. But as I say, right now with where Tenacity is in a spot, it is just, you don't get enough bang for your buck. Yeah, no, and Square Enix don't. They they're really bad at simplifying what the stats mean. Like, mm. for example, in in Zadnor, when you get stacks of valor, oh, increase your DPS. They don't they know, they don't tell you about how much. You have to go to the balance. You have to go to the theory crafters, and you have to say, oh, I need you know three hundred and sixty four of this stat to get through this threshold. You know, Square Enix could just simplify how these stats are told to players, especially for those who don't go to the balance and say, right, if you have this materia is going to give you so and so much damage and so and so much mitigation and then you don't have to guess and you don't have to try and crunch the numbers on act over like the course of two days on a dummy so they could definitely do better in translating how these stats are going to work for the, the overall player base mm -hmm. oh i remember when i first started i had so many questions about what potency was I was like, what exactly does potency mean what well it's the mean? damage you do yeah like, what, what's but, determination what's like, what's, what's the what's maths on that like how does that potency translate? Like, oh, you've got your base strength, and then that's worth like 10 of your first stat and 100 to 250 of your secondary stat. Like, ah, my brain. Yeah, yeah I, so I guess that all the time, man. I'm like, I'm like, okay, 30 potency. I, I just go hit a dummy. I'm like, okay, it's this much damage. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Just make it super mm. simple and easy to, to understand. But no, we don't get the simple life. I mean, remember when we had PvP stats? <laughs> PvP is a different, yeah, God, that's a, that's a different PvP is a different episode. <laughs> and I was about to bring this up soon. No, yeah, we've got to talk about Taro TV here, right? Because he oh, does yeah. warrior PvP. He is, and he's a great guy. Like, if, you, if you've ever seen some of his uh, small little clips he does on uh, Twitter, they're great. PvP is <laughs> a different great. kettle of fish, man. They're, they're, they're just, the developers, think of what they've done to tanks in PvE with, like, Materia and how long it took to get strength accessories now think of pvp being 10 years behind the speed that the update pve tanks and that's that's what you'll get so that my eye just started twitching in pain <laughs> yeah <laughs> my paladins in pvp used to they used to have their own identity and they used to carry a lot of games and then it, it got nerfed over but, um, so how do you feel about the feast kind of being in its final season uh, very and... good very good um if you look at <laughs> If you look at the uh, every time Square Enix on uh, Twitter do a feast, the feast is coming up. 
it's always popcorn when you read the comments. <laughs> and if you read the comments, even oh. all the veterans are like, oh, please don't be a good reward. Don't be cruise chaser. Please don't be cruise chaser because they're tired of the feast as well. They're ready for a mode that is new, that is fresh, that the developers actually want to put time into. So, um, Exalted yeah, Panda people... says, I'm going to be honest, a new player just looking through the MSQ. I started trying to look into min max stats. Yeah, worry about that later. But yeah, yeah sorry, carry on, team. Taro. Uh, but yeah, I, I think yeah, the feast is. Let, let's be honest. Most people do the feast for the reward that not many people are going to have. Mm. Uh, outside of that, there's an even smaller population that do it competitively. So um, I, I would probably like to see them do a new mode or translate a lot of this stuff into front lines or something like that because it's there's not a big enough population for it. Uh, in all honesty. And uh, there's some great community. The community is carrying PvP, so you know, shout out to uh, PvP Revival. Uh, they're really keeping PvP going. So without the community keeping it going, it would be even worse uh, than it is. So a uh, big shout out to anyone that runs uh, that sort of side of stuff. But, and here's me staying up at 6 a.m. doing BGs and arena with some. I, lo I love front lines. I love front lines, and mm. I, I don't mind the feast, but. Um, the devs certainly well, adding a new was it a new small mode a small man mode could this be feast 2.0 where it's now well, just, it, I don't know. they're they're unifying everything so there won't be a tank yeah. there won't be a healer there won't be a dps they'll just be just, it sounds good yeah. the warrior of light <laughs> just the warrior of light because yeah. technically you can already heal because we've got potions and stuff like that already yeah yeah, yeah. the meta's changed quite a bit in the feast it's just uh not much else We'll I think we'll my goal is to try the feast hard next season so I can try and get a reward on the last yeah, one. Give it a try. Like anyone, anyone can get to gold with enough practice. So it'll be getting to platinum and above that will be uh, the night uh, challenge. It's no, it's going to be trying to find the time. Ah, uh, yeah, because it's only act it's only active a certain amount in the yeah. day. If you try and get a game before like six p.m., it's not going to happen. Uh, well, I played on North American servers, so. Oh, okay. Um, and McLeod says, Chili Saint of the Feast. Yeah, if <laughs> I get that, that, that'd be the only title I'd get. If I uh, Right now, I've got the Saint of the Firmament as my main title because I went nuts getting that. And I say never again, but we all know that as soon as Ishgard Restoration happens, I'm doing it again. Oh, no. Why would you put yourself in that? Ishgard Restoration? Oh, no. You mean Alamina? No, I mean, I don't think Alamina Restoration? Garlemald restoration. I'm going to break Ishgard again just to restore it again. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Song War 2.0, let's go. But, um, <laughs> Warriors kind of is, is, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. But Dark Knight, oh man, that Dark Knights, they need the most support <laughs> right really now. Do. Let's be honest. TBN is that that's it. You go, you go yeah. Dark Knight for TBN. Dark Knight's really good. If you're not very good at spreadsheeting, so if because TBN is just it's up all the time. So if you're not very good at spreadsheeting, uh, which let's say Paladin is the strong, probably one of the strongest sort of uh, spreadsheeting classes, I'd say, go go Dark Knight because you can just pop TBN. Oh, I forgot mitigation TBN. I forgot mitigation TBN. Yeah. and you'll be sorted. I mean, uh, and you'll get free damage out of it when it procs. So yeah. it I've been leveling Dark thing. Knight. <laughs> I've been leveled Dark Knight via PvP. So I don't know what the buttons are. I'm I'm Fun. like level 41 Dark Knight and all I've done is I've done a couple of leveling roulettes, but every time I've done leveling roulette, it's put me in Ifrit story mode. 
So oh, that's, that's the best. You get it, get the XP straight away. <laughs> yeah, I know, but at the same time, it means that when I'm going into actual content, I'm like, I have buttons on my bar. What did this button do? <laughs> These aren't what PvP about? buttons. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting though, because you you talking about Dark Knight has got me circling back to what you mentioned yeah. about warriors, like party mitigation, because obviously right now shakes a shield. And you're saying, like, make it into, like, a HP raise for everyone in the party. Well, I mean, TBN to me is one of the most fun tank mechanics. Like, most rewarding if you actually invest the time into it. Like, getting the timing down on it. Like, if you actually make sure it breaks every time. If you, I would say, like, Dark Knight isn't for spreadsheeting. But if you do spreadsheet it a little bit, you can get some, like, really nice value out of it. And it's kind of nuts. And I want to see Dark Knight's identity go more that way. Like, maybe you're... Because, I mean, what's crazy to me right now is the party mitigation is level 72. So if you decide to take Dark Knight into a level 70 ultimate, you are griefing without party mm. mitigation. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's crazy that it's at that point to me. Because it does kind of rule the job out of taking it into that kind of content. So, I mean, A, shift it down to below level 70, and B, maybe make that a shielding kind of party mitigation. Something okay. much like yeah, yeah. TBN, where you use it at the right time on the big raid-wide, it breaks, and maybe give the party a damage buff. I, I don't know like how Square Enix's design is with tanks giving parties damage buffs, but everyone gets a wee bit of just a little juice. We, we do have seconds. a Gunbreaker quest, uh, question in the chat. Uh, tip oh, and yeah. so, uh, I've never done any high-end content, but main Gunbreaker. So I've never really noticed a mitigation problem. Am I doing it wrong, or is it more relevant to AX, Savage, and Homer? Um... Yeah, I, I would probably say the biggest thing with Gunbreaker compared to the other ones when it comes to mitigation is... I mean, you've got your Rampart and your 30%. They're pretty standard. Um, it depends on the frequency of your busters and when they're coming in. Like a lot of the other ones, you've got that extra cooldown, which will sort of take the, take the brunt of another buster. Um, it's not unbearable and it's playable around. It does have its strengths, but... It's, uh, it's still very doable. I think what's interesting as well is the fact that Gunbreaker's party mitigation is just a clone of Dark Knight's. It's just the yeah. same thing. It's just magic resistance. Which I guess, like I say, if they change Dark Knight's to be a shield, magic resistance kind of feels thematic for Gunbreaker with... Um, I mean, from the Endwalker trailer, at least the benchmark, it looks like Paladin is stealing the, the, the Darkest Knight from Dark Knight. Oh yeah, they're dropping shields on themselves. Now, yeah. Which might be like an upgraded... Uh, Bulwark on a mission or something like that. Yeah, they, they need more shield abilities for sure. No, no, uh, actually, I think that might be the new fucking cover because cover is fucking useless. They, 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 they yeah, butchered it. Yeah, butchered, butchered it. Cover. Like, why? It was, it was a good ability. Absolutely. Before butchered you butchered it. <laughs> you know what else they butchered? Friggin'. Butcher's uh, block. <laughs> butcher's block. You know what else they butchered? <laughs> Scourge, was it Scourge? The the amazing Scourge. dot with the oh, best animation on Dark Knight. They just worked yeah. it out for no reason. So that, that's the that's the one I keep hearing about. Like when people talk about Dark Knight, it's as you say, it's it's got the fun of the mana management that's still there to a degree, but Delirium very much just being a discount in a release and just a lack of unique rotational identity. That's the one that always comes up. Everyone who's played before Shadowbringers goes, "Oh, have you heard? You heard of the dot that Dark Knight used to have?" Like, Wait a second, tell me yeah, more. Was, they show amazing. you the animation. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, Dark, Dark Knight. I was surprised about how nerfed down the rotation's gotten because mm. I I was gearing it up the other day for just doing the Hell's Lid to try and get the mount. I was like, "Oh shit! It's only one combo and a bunch of globals." And it's like, "Oh man, it's butchered it." I would really love to see Dark Knight get some love for Endwalker. Like I, I, I think 
it's something I always try and provide context to because whenever I get into tank discussions, I do always say like, eh, if there's one that needs the work, it's Dark Knight. Um, and I don't, I don't want Dark Knight to be a bad class by the complete opposite. I would love to see it be fantastic. So I do hope. I, I imagine after getting what most people seem to talk of as a bit of a rougher end of the stick with Shadowbringers, I am hoping it will get some some love in Endwalker with what's coming. I mean, like how Dark Knight used to be, where it was basically the magic kind of tank. You know, it, like Durablium was a thing you put on the the boss. If it does magical damage, it lowers it. It was basically like a uh, an an, ad, an adult what we had now. Mm. That's what, but it was a, a an ability that you could put on. It did a little bit of damage and it put it on, and that's what it had. It was amazing. Like when I'm, oh, when did I do it? It was in the A12S. Like that's when I really started playing my Dark Knight a lot more. Back then, I was just, I used to play Paladin a lot. It was so good. It was so good. It was like okay, now I'm just gonna put a little bit of magic. Like I miss it and Scourge, where you just stab and just release. It's like why, why get rid of good animations to make it just an edgy version of a warrior? The the fix for tanks is a direction Square Enix doesn't want to go. So the fix for tanks is to give them back their unique identity. So Dark Knight is the magic tank, Paladin is the you know the party mitigation, and then you know your Gunbreakers, mm-hmm. your physical, and then your Warrior is your regen with lower mitigation. But they're doing the opposite. They're making tanks feel all the same, especially with the role skill action that basically gave all these abilities to all the tanks. And then they had the role skill action with, back when it had ultimatum, the AOE provoke. How long did that last? So it seems that they just throw stuff in, then fix it out the next patch. So it can either go two ways in Endwalker. They'll make everything similar and it will just be scuffed. Or they go back on what they've done and they give these unique identities. But then that's going to obviously create more of a meta. Square Enix doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to like metas from what I've seen. Yeah, I was gonna say like Roche has brought up in chat like the concern with the meta. I do agree with that. I don't want to see a situation where you get to a certain fight and someone's like, "Oh, sorry, we're not gonna take Gunbreakers or Warriors or Paladins or Dark Knights for this fight because they're just not good enough." I think a bit of similarity in the twenty thirty percent party mitigation access to reprisal is good. Um, it is that extra mitigation skill like camouflage, dark mind, or missionary, whichever one it is. Um, intervention, things like that, that gives them that little bit of unique flavor. I will, as you say, I will admit, it's going to be a fine balancing act to make them have that bit of uniqueness without it significantly weakening them. Hmm. But as as we were talking earlier about the mitigation in endgame content for Gunbreaker and stuff, I mean, for most savages, you won't notice that. Even in most situations in Ultimate, you won't notice it. It's only really in very niche circumstances where you are min-maxing something out that you go, ooh, okay, this is better. But it's not at the point where it's such a difference that it becomes like, oh yeah, we won't take this for this savage fight, even on like reclear, it's just because it's fundamentally wrong. So yeah, it, it's a tricky line to walk, 100%. I wouldn't want to see them go towards the meta, but it is nice to see them be a bit unique in their own way too, for sure. Yeah, I think we have a different challenge, because with, with DPS, you've got the route of, I'm going to give this type of buff, this type of buff, or I'm going to be a selfish DPS with super high damage for myself with tanks you kind of like well i can give you this buff i can give you that buff but it's it's all mitigation so mm. i think with the tanking it, it needs to maybe change on the actual damage mitigation front which is a big change because 
as you know, the, the boss meta for damage is like, I'm going to poke you for a bit, and then here's a big cast bar, mitigate it, uh, sort it out, and here's another cast bar. Historically, the most dangerous bosses have actually been the ones that don't cast bar. So actually, mm -hmm. um, the very first raid boss, I think, yeah, the very first raid boss, the snake, you know, the one that Asmongold recently cleared, where he has a, a tail swipe and a, a what is it, a, a hood swipe. The uh, what, What's his name? Ifrit. Coil, coil turn one. You're talking oh, about Caucasus. Yeah, yeah Caucasus. That boss, mm -hmm. one of the hard, hardest hitting bosses, I would say, to this day. Even like, you've got gear now that helps you up, but that boss was nasty. He'd swipe his head in, headbutt you, and there was no cast bars. It was like, do, 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 auto, yeah. auto. And the autos were brutal. And a lot of the mechanics nowadays are here's a big cast bar, here's some damage. Uh, with the exception of like back when A3S had. It's original difficulty. Living Liquid would just slap you oh. with the right hook, which was nasty. <laughs> yeah. Which he still does in Ultimate. So. Yeah. And that's something interesting on the subject of Ultimates, because I assume Dragon Song were Ultimate being Heaven's World content will probably follow that similar design of all the content without the cast bars. Maybe that could be a way to define it, is if you're really into that hardcore endgame rating for Ultimates, even once we get into Stormblood Ultimates and maybe even down the line, Shadowbringers fights going back as Ultimates. Keep them in that lack of caspar way, make that part of that difficulty curve up the way. Because I don't think everything needs to be like that. I think there is a very reasonable, very fair learning curve in this game for progressing through things. And I like the fact that when you get to the hardest tier, it's like okay, now you're dealing with bosses. And granted, I don't have the experience of playing back in the day, so it's a bit of a different point of view for me. When you get to the hardest bosses, it goes now nah, we're taking away these caspars. Now you just got to know the timing, um, which I think is yeah, quite so interesting. Just, yeah. You can... Kind of like counting your head, you're like mm. one uh, now. Press it. You know? You're counting yeah, your like GCDs. Counts. You're like one, yeah. two, V, three, B. Oh, one. Here's one punch. Here's two punch. Here's the big left swing. So mitigate yeah. that. Like count the actual oh, wait animations. There. I wait. There. That's the goblin, right? I remember that. <laughs> Wasn't the goblin like big swings and then stunned you and then you get vulnerable and you got tanks? Well, well, to a degree, living liquid is oh, okay. the same. I was it thinking of the goblin from. I can't remember the name of that goblin, but you know the fight where it gets big and you got to become a bird and then there's monkeys. Oh, and... um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was good. Yeah, it wasn't as hard as Liquid yeah, Liquid Quitted, but still, it was it was a fun fight. It was fun. Yeah, you get to become a har like Harambe for like a good little bit for it as well. Like, I, and so, yeah, you get to be a vulture and yeah. you get this steroided out chimera that <laughs> comes out. He's so oh engine muscular. You got to pull him away from the boss and. No, you the worst, the worst boss I hate to tank is fucking Midgar Summer and that fucking stupid dragon ad. Uh. That stupid dragon ad where you had to, oh, you, oh, you know, your off tank needs to provoke you and like shirk you real quick. If it doesn't happen, that poor fucking off tank is dead. They get doomed and they're dead. Do you know how many times I died in that fight? Nearly hundreds percent of the time, I never got a good pass. Never got a good pass. Do you know why? To that fucking stupid dragon. Uh, I remember uh, I remember that Midgar Summer fight and we laughed because I had to send, because I was streaming, I had to send them the clip because of my ping. I died to the, you know, not the, not the, you know, like he does like this, he does like the flare, the flares across the room in like a, a plus, mm. a, a cross or a, um, a line or whatever it was. I was yeah. in the corner 
right next to the wall, as far as you could get to the wall, but I still got hit by the line across the because of the ping. And they were crying, they were laughing. It's like, how did you get hit? I don't, like, I don't know. I'm nowhere near anything. Uh, I've always wanted a tank that. Yeah, exoflares. Not exoflares. Did its damage when it got hit. So, say, like, yeah. I don't know if anyone plays uh, Diablo. No one knows of Diablo. Mm-hmm. But uh, Thorn Seder or Thorn Crusader, where their damage is like every time they got hit, they did damage. Like, they get hit. The boss takes damage, like um, like vengeance for warrior. Yeah, like vengeance. Yeah, you know, says like a reflect tank. Yeah, like a reflect tank. I've always wanted that just because I like that sort of stuff. Because I love getting hit, and if I can get damage on for getting hit, I'd like yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the only thing that is like that, to my knowledge, is is vengeance. Mm. Yeah, that's the only. It's a very is. minor. It's a very minor thing of the warrior that. Could also be expanded on more. So. Yeah, well, you yeah. brought up Asmund Gold earlier. Has everyone else been watching him all the time and addicted oh, to his gameplay? Oh, yeah. definitely. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> entertaining. It's so entertaining. Yeah. I love I, that he's I, giving the game a fair chance. Like, he's yeah. just actually going and experiencing it all. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've, I've delayed, I'll be honest, I've delayed streams by a few minutes where I'm, I'm like, <laughs> just trying to watch the last part of like, I'm not watching, i like, oh shit, he's nearly, he's nearly done this kill. He's nearly done the kill. You look at the uh, time, you're like, oh, God, sorry, guys, I had something come up. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> issues. <laughs> uh, He's on your speakers. Uh, oh, I ignore that. That's just uh, <laughs> that's my soundboard. <laughs> definitely OBS, uh, definitely OBS. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I've been... I, 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 For me, it's got to be all the mistake names, which we all have done. I do it all the time still, but it's so funny just to see someone that's gone into the game and make the say the names were completely wrong because not, so many names make no sense if you don't know any contents to any of them. Mm. You the know, fact that he calls Yuri Andre Uber Danger breaks me every time he does it. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way, he calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah Uber Danger. Ah, oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah, Slaughter, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> cat girl. Yeah, God. Lisa, Lisa Lamassa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you mind if I just pull yeah. a question up from chat that I noticed? Was yeah, um, sure, far right. what, what I would want to make tanks feel unique? I think the biggest thing in my mind that tanks f- need to feel unique is that personal, like class specific mitigation. You've got your 20 or 30 year appraisal. That personal one, your party mitigation, like Heart of Light, Shake It Off, things like that. And then the rotation of damage and how that plays. I think that has to be something that needs to make them feel unique as well. That's why. I say with Warrior and Dark Knight is rotationally they play a little bit too similarly. While with Gunbreaker you've got your cartridge building and your like burst combos. With Paladin you've got three separate rotations that you rearrange within a fight to find the most optimal way to maintain consistent damage uptime. And then with Warrior and Dark Knight it's like you have these big burst windows and then simple combo and big burst windows and then simple. And while they are, like while it is a completely fine way to design them, having both of them play the same way. I think that would be need to be something that would play a bit different. Maybe do more with the mana management of Dark Knight rather than it just basically just saving that mana and that blood gauge until the time comes that you pop all your cooldowns in a non-guaranteed crit direct hit uh, burst window like Warrior. So that would be the three big things for me is rotation, personal mitigation, and party mitigation. It's what about you, if you yeah. could have like a... Because Dark Knight has always had such a mana-based... It used to be such a mana-based class mm-hmm. until Shadowbringers... 
What if they gave them like a magic rotation, like they gave Paladin a magic rotation? Mm. And then it'll, it'll kind of play Maybe. a bit like Paladin, then, wouldn't they? Yeah, it'll kind of play like Paladin. Yeah, I'd say. Hmm. I think they should do some more stuff with their uh, their pet, as I call it, or basically oh, it's Frey. dot. Yeah, Frey. Yeah. Well, it's basically just a glorified dot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like with the uh, Reaper coming into the game. You know, they basically have a sort of Freya like stuff, and then you know they merge with their Voidling and do a bunch of damage. And yeah, you already know I'm playing that next generation. <laughs> what about making it like Bunshin on Ninja, where it will mimic the stuff that you're doing? So you're going to want to line it up with certain parts of your burst. See, see, that would be good, but would they also do the mitigation, say, like TBN? Would they cast a TBN as well? Does that make it stronger? You know? So, say if I used um... What was it called? The, the AoE one that we were just talking about earlier. You know, do they do it as well, but give it kind of like... Suck some, I don't know, something good. I, I like the idea of it powering your defensives as well. The only issue being is that obviously, with the way that damage windows and burst windows work in this game, it would be tricky to line it up in such a way that it would be viable, unless you've got like a high uptime shadow that you then, I don't know, that would be a tricky one. Like, how would you, how would you have it out on demand when you want it at the right times? How would you manage that without some parts of it becoming obsolete would be my biggest concern. I love the idea, but yeah, I'm trying to think how you'd execute that. Yeah, There's a reason I'm not a game designer, it. by the way. I do really think you need to get rid of the Deriblium kind of stuff. Mm. I think you just need to get rid of that and like doing like how like in releases, they, they should just make it like how they should just like fuse with like Freya or something. Like at the end, they just fuse with Freya and that's their burst window and they just get a whole new like kind of move kit. I oh, you, you spend from the out. blood gauge and it summons Frey and then... Yeah, and then, do. like, mm. they, they do this, like, little dot thing and then, like, coming up to the end of it, you can kind of merge with Frey and you just do, like, a bunch of, like, burst damage or something. Mm. Or um, it can enhance your uh, damage reduction or something. I don't know. Cool. says, I wonder if they can do something like a HPMP sacrifice to feel each other. I remember... I remember because um, I was at FanFest where this got announced in London, which was, by the way, the most disappointing FanFest I've ever been to because it was one day. Seriously, Square, why did you think that was a good idea? Make it one day, and that day is also the day you have to buy, pick up your tickets. Right, you, say, you say this every episode, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I will always say until we get a good FanFest. Are, are, are you that hurt I am. <laughs> I am. But no, there was a white mace that said they didn't want to heal the Dark Knight. That's understandable. Because Dark Knight in <laughs> eleven would sacrifice itself help sacrifice itself to do damage. Yeah, I, I think yeah, HP sacrificing on a tank is really tricky. Mm. It, it's it's a nice idea. Yeah, it's a nice idea in theory, yeah. but in practice. No yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're gonna make your healers do extra work, they're gonna Yeah, Rose. It. Yeah, I think it was like five percent of your maximum HP every hit you did. You like you you lost health as an ability. And it was like 20 seconds, I think. Yeah, Dark Knight wasn't a tank in 11. But still, mm. they, they, they didn't know Dark Knight was a tank in 14 until they announced that on the second slide. They just That's saw Dark Knight and like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, you saw, you saw what happened when DPS had blood for blood and it gave you damage up. People were popping blood for blood on low health when an AoE is about to come out. So they, they take away these little niche things like taking away health and so on because people just they, they can't play with it 
I mean, have you tried have you tried healing a Dark Knight in PF when they do Living Dead? They don't even tell you. <laughs> it's already scuffed as it is. I'm incredibly grateful for any Dark Knight that uses a macro when they pop Living Dead. It's just the worst ones when they don't say anything and like, bro, where am I living dead? It's like, how I don't have eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> I got a massive boss in front of me slapping me in the face, and I played Lalafell with a low camera angle. I can't even see the top of the boss in most fights. You want me to see you? <laughs> I didn't know That's you were thing, me. By the way, bosses are too, they're, they're not Lalafell friendly. Every boss, no, they're not. Oh, it's like waving its arms around. It's got like blink, it blinks twice. It's an AoE. And then you got the Lalafell. Oh, I can see the kneecaps. That's cool. Oh, let me adjust my camera. Oh, I can't see my character. My hotbar's over it. The I don't game know how... is not Lalafell friendly. Yeah, I don't know how anyone would ever fight brute justices on Lalafell. Your entire oh, I, I've done it and it's painful. <laughs> oh, I, you have my respect because like that it's... boss is bad enough as a Viera, like with a good camera angle and like a good view. Like, yeah, Lalafell. I did a little bit of last. I think it was seven last year as a meme. I did that on Lala, and yeah, just getting used to the camera angle immediately. I was like. I don't like this. I'm immediately <laughs> fantasizing back. I was just back. Sub super jumping onto a lullaby. Oh. <laughs> I will Look say that I, I, I do have fun with some of like some of the angles I can get with how big the enemies are. It just looks really cool in my opinion. Oh, that's it, Chili. Give me more. I'm going to ban Exalted Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing should be lullaby friendly. That's it. That's it. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of great because we're also split when it comes to the stream. We've got two Vieras on one side and two Lalafels on the other. <laughs> it's kind of great. Yeah, there there is a there is a divide forming in my community between those that love Lalafels and those that don't. It's the battle lines are drawn every day. I'm like, no, guys, it's okay. It's just a video game character. It's fine. Yeah. Like, we're up for blood. Those are the best, are the best race. They're always out for blood. Also, I think it's been about five minutes now. I think we should do the giveaway before we continue. Yeah, get also, I'm getting this. a call from someone I don't know. Although, I also can't hear it. It's making sure that it's not going through the recording. Okay, good. There's no, no notifications. I don't know who, why someone's trying to call me, um, but I'm not going to answer. <laughs> okay? <laughs> uh, hello I'm trying to get on the podcast, dude. Like, I've got something to say. Put me on. <laughs> I was trying to say, uh, is your car extended warranty? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> This you should have made your PvP. <laughs> yes, yes, we can do that actually. <laughs> Chili? Uh, what's that? A PvP team, the Lalas versus the Vieras. Let's go, Chili. <laughs> sure, yeah. Let's go, Lalas. <laughs> and the winner has to become a um, cat boy. And the loser <laughs> has to become a Lalafell. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay, I've got to pick a winner. Okay, is everyone ready? Yeah. McLeod won again somehow. <laughs> cheats the cheats. McLeod, do you want me to re-roll or do you want to take it? Because I know you said you've won a few in the, recently and you weren't sure if you, you wanted want me to, enter. to re-roll this this peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he sent me a message saying the fact that he he, he wasn't even going to enter until. So, is, are they a Lalafell? No, they're not allowed to fail. That's, That's why I'm giving this. Re -roll, re -roll, re -roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. He did say, see? But if you want to keep it, you can keep it. If not, okay, you'll take it anyway. Thought so. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a big black chocobo, you know, like. So make sure you tune into McLeod streams later tonight where he'll give away a black fat chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> endless cycle. No, nah, he's, he's probably going to keep it. it. He's going to use it. Give him a follow. Uh, also, while we talk about followers, go follow Java Monkey. I know we'll shout him out at the end, but please just go give them a follow if you're not following right now. Go subscribe to Taru. Taru TV yeah, go subscribe to uh, Taru yeah, TV I, on I YouTube. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a Twitch boy. <laughs> Yeah, go to my YouTube me. instead. I uh, mauled daily in Savage PF. It's great content. <laughs> I mean, I spent hours just gathering stuff for co- coffee biscuits recently on stream. So, oh, I, I do the same for Mithril Files. I lo- I actually genuinely enjoy it for streams because it's nice because you're just yeah relaxing and just getting the chance to interact with everyone and just chat away. I'm not. I'm not wiping a PF raid because I'm chatting to, like, looking at chat and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is Titan Boulders. I'm stood in the middle with a blue. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I do that for my stack anyway. And I'm just like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, you sent up the other giveaway, Chili? Uh, yeah. The giveaway. And for all you guys that just listen to this, we were Podbeam, Spotify. You can get in yeah. giveaways. You, all you gotta do is come to twitch.tv, move around radio. Uh, every uh, now and day Thursday. Okay, this is subscribers only. Uh, you can have a chance to win a lunar whale. So if you want a chance to this, you have to be subscribed to Moogle Go Around Radio. Um, I did say I was going to do this after the show, but we just do it now. So, yeah, anyway, subscribers only. So good luck. Um, anyway, back to the podcast. Back to the big pod. You know, um, one thing that they could help improve with tanking is give us something to do tank-wise in dungeons. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so let's pick it all up and just go to the end. Uh, the amount of times I just like yeah, just fall asleep doing AOE. I've always said they should make it so they should have a roulette that automatically just upscales all the old dungeons because how cool would it be to do Ampador keep upscaled to level 90 mm. and you know just get how also would it be able there. to do Auron Vale upscaled to 90 no no no, no. <laughs> forget that one that no, that's no Auron Vale is the best dungeon in this game prove me wrong we don't talk about that one it's, it's the I die on the best dungeon in the game oh, <laughs> back, in, back in my day it used to be a raid <laughs> but I, I will kind of agree with you. It's a little thing, but in the twinning, for example, um, at level <laughs> eighty, you've got the interjects on some of the ads. Oh and yeah, it's, yeah. It's a small thing, but just that to make a pack easier, interjects or stuns. Tanks have them in their kit. Make I us love, use them um, in dungeons. It would be nice. I love letting it go to the end of the cast ball, seeing all the DPS move out and be like, lol, stun. You thought I wanted to stun it? Come on. Come on now. <laughs> but no, absolutely. More stuff like that where the tank has to use their stuns and interjects in dungeons, I would be a big fan of. Yeah, let's, let's stun bosses, man. Like Dungeon yeah. bosses, let us stun them to yeah. do something. Because every expansion, I do the same thing, right? I go into a new dungeon for the first time. I do, let's do the tarot test. The tarot test is stand in all the boss AoEs and see if I die. And last expansion, easy. Nothing, nothing happened. So, you know, punish, punish me. That sounds wrong, but punish my tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give us something to do. Let's stream that. That giveaway isn't existed anymore. What the hell? Yeah, I think you forgot. Oh, it's gone. Away. Someone stole it. <laughs> that giveaway doesn't exist. Um, and yeah, no, that's my last, the last mount. And, um, ignore that post. I don't know how that happened. 
Um, I'll have to fix that. Boy, Flash is using the wrong code. The difference between Final Fantasy Raid... Oh, wow, okay. ...is kind of insane, because in in Final Fantasy, it's mainly about... You know, there's no interrupt boss, interrupt this, you know, and ads. There's been no fucking ads. I miss ads. You miss ads. I liked EAS ads. I get how I'm going to get roasted by people who hate EAS, but I liked the ads in EAS. Using stuns, using interjects, like coordinating the order you'd do those in. That was a nice, a nice wee yeah. change of pace. They've, they've gotten really bad with not putting ads in. I remember when Paladin was a god on um, A3 Savage because they could shield bash the slimes that were trying mm-hmm. to run to the edge. Like little stuff like that where you, it's not DPS or mitigation, it's mob control. I think mob control is mm-hmm. using tank positioning to move bosses or ads and stuff like that. That's the big one that we don't have too much of an opportunity for outside of, uh, I'd say, ultimates and uh, yeah, I- bosses. I'm going to fulfill Vane's prophecy in chat by saying something dumb. More jagged dolls. <laughs> yes, more jagged dolls. Wait, wasn't the oh, yeah. jagged dolls once where you got hit and it like lowered your health and then you die if they touch? That, that, that's yeah. They cleave. They bait the cleave. Just keep people away from the cleave. Yeah, yeah. don't touch tips. But yeah, no, I definitely. Agree. I don't think fourteen raids need like the ad packs between bosses that WoW raids have. I do very much like the system of just going into the boss arena and fighting. Yeah, but having no, ads within the fight definitely yeah. is something I, That's what I've I'm enjoyed doing. when they've come up in this game. Especially yeah. as an off-tank. Like, sometimes as an off-tank, you're in some fights, you are just a blue DPS who uses yeah. reprisal when it's mm. needed. That, that is true, and just mm. tank swap. I think they should, you know, do a lot more where, you know, the off-tank... Because then you're just going to make it that soon it's just going to be, like, 24-man, where it's just, you just have one. I don't want that to happen. I want the two tank system to work. I want mm-hmm. the off tank to actually do something other than just DPS. There is um, there, there there is two sides of the argument to the yes, zoning into raids is nice, but there are there would be elements like with the first coil where if you have to fight mobs or ads to get to the boss, and you have those mobs have a low drop percentage of horizontal progression items, such as like triple tried cards or crafting recipes. That's one argument that I see a lot of people on either side of the bench. Like, yep, zone into a boss, it's cool. Get there. But I like other people. Like, I like to go into a dungeon where it's like you walk up coil or like Black Temple in WoW, you go from the bottom of the temple to the top. Some people like that yeah. add and story uh, sort of fight with it. Mm. So there's, there's two sides of it for that as well. I personally don't mind which one, uh, but it would certainly help extend some of the raids, I'd say. Uh, normal mode raids, uh, which is obviously the one most people are doing. It was. I've been playing classic. Obviously, classic. I, I've actually been enjoying classic. It's such a chill kind of environment. So you doing quest, chilling, and it's like it's so like you have to like get drop chances. The drop chances are so bad, but also so good at the same time. Yes, you're constantly farming for this one mob, for this one item, even for for a bloody quest. It's like, no, I'm still having fun. I kind of want that in Final Fantasy. A little bit more RNG. Flatter says, I don't care about the ads. I care about the zones being the whole red, like Bahama or Exalander. 
I like the feeling of crawling for a whole giant time robot to pieces of Dalamud. Mm-hmm. It immerses you in the raid, gives you life outside of its room and bosses. Um, I would like to say yes and no on that for me. I'm going to go with my personal opinion on this. I like the idea. It's great in concept. I don't like it if I'm doing Savage. Now, if they have this in normal mode, that's fine. I That's good. But in Savage, I just want to do my weekly fights and get out. I don't want to be wandering around and fighting trash mobs. I just want to go to my fight and leave. Yeah, please. Have a compromise. Having it in normal mode and then having the goddamn cutscenes that last 20 minutes only in normal mode. I mean, I think in this game they've kind of relegated, I don't want to say relegated might not be the right word, but they've moved that designed to alliance raids right like you get that experience in an alliance raid which granted is a very different raiding experience to even normal raids or savages that's kind of the way you get it i guess I mean, alliance raids you, you can tell that's where they, they put a lot mm. of the quality because goddamn, some of those alliance raid arenas are amazing oh i love getting hit by the square enix headquarters at the end of tower Paradise <laughs> Breach. makes my day every time macau is like as long as we keep getting the surge in the ether no. Uh, that's just, yeah, but just make it really feel like tra- Trials with a story arc. I mean, I'd be fine with normal mode, but with Savage, where people just want to get their clears, I just I don't think it's worthwhile having trash in between fights because yeah. people aren't yeah. there for that. This game is about, you know, this MMO is not like WoW, where it's like you have to kind of put a lot of time in. Because you really do. You get good gear, the mid-map, to raid. You need you need time. A lot of time to raid. In WoW, in uh, FF, sorry, you don't. Yeah, you can come on for two hours and get all your fights done and just go back off. Mm. It's for the people that do have jobs and don't, you know, and have lives. That, um, only have like two to three hours a day, you know. They can do an expert, you know, they can grind some tomes, you know, or they can raid with their PF, or you know, join their stack. You know, it's it's for people that you know don't have a lot of time, and that's what this Final Fantasy is. It's a casual MMO where you can come back and go in. Where wow, if you even leave for one fucking week, you're you're far behind everyone else. Mm, yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's why everyone's starting to mm. to hop over. And I mean, to that point, trash bombs to your head. Yeah. Sorry, go on, driver. Yeah, sorry, I was going to say, um, yeah, on the subject of it being a casual MMO, like, I do and don't agree. Because I, I, having played other MMOs and done, like, hardcore raiding and other MMOs and MMO-like games, I've not experienced a raiding challenge quite like an ultimate fight, even in Mythics and WoW. Like, there's some bits which are incredibly difficult and I don't want to underplay it at all, but an ultimate is something different. Like, a boss gauntlet with very little room for mistake, uh, mistakes or, like, error is a very, like, uniquely challenging experience. The way I've always tried to explain it, or, like, I've always figured it with this game is it is casual for time investment, but there is a reward for high skill ceiling. Yeah, but there and, is obviously that niche of, like, like yeah. they are the minority. Yeah. Like, for me, I find that... um it is more a case of if you are a hardcore player and you want to min-max your standard of play, 
and your rotation, your execution of mechanics and things like that, there's a very, very high skill ceiling for that. But if you want to devote all that time, like in WoW, which is a different type of grind and a different type of um, enjoyment, and my Twitch just crashed, so I've lost chat. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you don't have that same kind of hardcore grind investment. I guess you maybe get that in Relics, but it's a, still, I don't know, WoW does that completely differently. And I did enjoy that a lot, but you're really chasing that piece of gear that really had that high prestige because it was hard to find. At the same time, I don't know, maybe it's because everyone older and priorities have changed, but I do, I have come to much more enjoy the, the thing that is gatekeeping me in this game from getting my gear isn't a god-rolled Titanforge piece. It is just, have I put in the time and the effort to learn these fights, execute them, and clear them up to a threshold? Could I get all my gear faster with good RNG? Yes. If I have bad RNG, will I still have the token system in place to be guaranteed to get it? Uh, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, also, I, I'm probably gonna... yeah, I'd, I'd say that's probably my way to explain yeah. it. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, I'm going to probably roll the giveaway soon because I think we've only got three people subbed right now in the chat. So we'll probably end it right at the end of the podcast. I know it's an hour, but I can cancel it early. Unless you want to sub, of course. <clears throat> <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to... so I, 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 look, I, I did a Twitter poll and I was expecting people to say, no, please don't do that. But no, people voted that. So don't blame Dad, me. Have you heard of Twitch Prime? Let yeah, Twitch Prime. Go give it to Java Monkey. He's got really good emotes. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, us. I get No, <laughs> Java Monkey, really. Well, Maelstrom Radio, they're in chat right now and they're very good as well. Or Talent. Uh, who we're in this podcast was all inspired by. Uh, yeah. Well, not Moogle Ground, but this this episode right now. <laughs> we, yeah, we love you, talent, but you didn't inspire Moogle Ground because that'd be impressive. Because we met you after we started Moogle Go Around. Unless I've invented time machine sometime in the future and I've gone back in time to tell myself. And, about and you it. do even know him from Moogle Around. You know him from She Hills I Tanks. So don't even fucking start. You don't even know what Moogle Around was. Yeah, he, he knew me from She Hills I Tank, a completely different podcast that I'm not even part of, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in Labyrinth of the Ancients. And I, he shouted out, hello, everyone. I said, hello. And then he shouted out, oh, it's Chili from She Hills I Tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we can discuss well next week if you like. Well, it's like Flattis' appearance in the podcast has been cancelled somehow. Yeah, right. <laughs> sounds good. Um, uh, and we're not talking about well next week because you're going to be on afterwards. You're like in four weeks, so because next time is Tib and Salt. What I kind of like about Final Fantasy is that it does have like a set BIS, like mm-hmm. set in stone kind of thing. It, it does change, like every now and then, like some, like some math fucking high develop noggin it's like actually if we put this here and put that there we can get a little bit more dps out of that you know oh, and i respect so... i respect those people that could put all that like brain power into that me i kind of sit there and be like um no nah, i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna you press just, you just look at the, the bis list and it's like yeah i think yeah. you can skill speed is something that you can if you get really high end into the game you're doing speed kills or anything like that you're doing those fights 50 times on FF logs. Skill speed is really one of those things you can optimize quite a lot. Yeah. Building that one random material to hit 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slight increase over 2.42. It's like, huh? so, oh, I get my GCD when the boss goes away at 2.41. Take care, like Erika. Or Irika. Erika. Erika. Okay, there we go. Find out. Yeah. I didn't realize who you were talking about earlier, and I just suddenly dawned on me now. I was like, ah, yeah, no, Erica. Yeah, we, we, ah, okay. we're not good with names. So, not Eureka. <laughs> no way. I think everyone is terrible with names on Twitch, especially when, like, there's, yeah. you, know, you just read it and you're like, wait a second. That was, I said that completely wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, ah, that's, that's, that's cool. That's what we say sorry before we give it a shot. <laughs> ah, that is a cool emote. Uh, I'm looking forward to my playthrough of the old fantasy games, to be honest. I'm going to start from Fantasy 1 at the end of this month, um, hmm. going through 1 to 6. Because hmm. of the Steam release on, you know, the Pixel HD thing. So. Pixel HD? I'll need to look into that. Yeah. It's expensive, I will say that. If you, I mean, it's not expensive, but it is. It's like hmm. they're selling them as a bundle for £54 for all six. So, yeah, first three come out. Uh, first three come out July twenty eighth. And um, yeah, Panda said best part about streaming and being dyslectic is how my brain will process the new part of life. <laughs> yeah, I understand that one hundred percent because very different. Now, yeah, the the Steam Pharmacy one to six are coming out. The first three are coming out July twenty eighth, and then the last three are coming out later. So. I think this is the first time that it's actually a 3D, uh, 2D release of the third one since the PS1. Or not even since then, I think since the original, because the remake was in 3D. So. I started on FF8. I started 7. I started 13. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what about you, Java? Which one was your first? <laughs> uh, I played 7 when I was very young. I was uh, very young, but younger. But I, I, I didn't really get into the series then. It's just my friends were like, oh, it's a fun game. And I was like, oh, I'll play it. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to say it, I, 13 was the next one I played when I first like properly got into the series. And yeah. I was sort of like, this didn't seem as fun as I was expecting it to be. So I went back and replayed 7. I played 10. And I was suddenly like, no, no, this is this is more of the experience I was expecting. And then Dr. Delicious says, I started with one, I'm old. See, I came out with one. I was like, I came out with one. <laughs> oh, that new game <laughs> release, Chili Pepper, is, is early on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you came out, Chili, and then what? FF, did you come with FF? Were you like a box set deal? <laughs> oh, I'm break. We've lost uh, it. He lost yeah. him. He lost yeah. him. He's gone. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> it came out. <laughs> oh god! But I was born the same year as Final Fantasy One, so <laughs> I was <laughs> <laughs> a pre-order bonus. But yeah. <laughs> uh, good luck, Talon. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, nice but no. Nice seeing you get chilly. Nice seeing you get talent. Jesus. Susan, chilly is like a Funko figure that comes with the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody want that game. 
<laughs> that would be the lowest pre-orders of all time. What do you mean? In the entirety of our family, that's, you know, it's like seven hundred. Was it fifty? I got one with Nintendo Power didn't come with Chili. It's the Chili expansion, Teenage Years, and as soon as you're 13, (laughs) the expansion comes up. (laughs) I mean, that'd be the emo expansion, right? Chili bringers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I got one with Nintendo Power, yeah. Oh, yeah, Talon's going to be taught by the voice of Hercule. Nice. My favorite character in Dragon Ball. Nice. That's really go cute. check out uh, Dra- go check out Talon's channel for more stuff. But now he's he's learning voice acting, so yeah, he he's definitely got the voice for it. He's, uh... Yeah. I mean, I could do Skeletor voice acting. We all know that, yeah, right? You, you could definitely voice a lava file in the expansion. Yeah, I could. But I could be Skeletor. Do you want to hear my Skeletor impression? Everyone's heard it, but... Go on, go on. Give me one second. Yes! Curse you, He-Man! Did that work? Well, I That's don't know Skeletor good. is, so I'll assume it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, yeah I'd, I'd say it was on the money. <laughs> Damn you, He-Man! Yes! Castle Grayscale! Next savage boss, Chili's Lair. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I could do a Dalek as well. Exterminate. There you go. That's my voice acting. <laughs> oh, that's from Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah. Doctor Harry Potter. <laughs> You're a chilly Harry. Oh. You're a chilly Harry. Java, how far are you on uh when did you start doing TA then? Uh, we are on a month and a half through right now. We're on a break week this week because of people's vacations, but we are on Wormhole Prague. So nice. We had a hell of a messy time with third pass and getting people to relax on their movement a little bit for third pass and be a bit more thorough. We had to basically go full air traffic control, but yeah, we were we're getting through it. The nice thing is once we, and I'm sure as you know, like once we break through Wormhole, it's Kind of smooth, smoother sailing towards the end. He's got a mitigation plan, J waves, and then do an EX fight. So shouldn't be too bad. Shouldn't be too bad at all. I'm looking forward to getting back to it though. I, l- I love ultimates. Um, I didn't realize how much I'd love them until I got into them. But yeah, incredible. Now you're addicted. Yeah, I, I'm actually on. A, I already do three days of ultimate a week, and I'm now looking at uh, ERC <laughs> being like, oh, could I maybe find a UCOB group thing? <laughs> do UCOB three days extra as well. Just give up all of my evenings. Uh, if you're looking like, for yes. UCOB group, uh, can I suggest this person I put in Twitch chat? Um, they help people with their disc in a Discord for UCOB. Ooh, yeah, they, I know, I know they, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cleared it a lot. Yeah. So they're doing um, they they've started their tank TA prog yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight tanks TA. You know what? I think we're gonna. I'm gonna lose some more of my days. I'm gonna start looking for another group. I know. Nice. I know. Rin wants me to join and try UCOB at some point, so I want to do it one day myself. Is there any takers in chat that wants to take a dashing young WoW and Final Fantasy person? He's just come out, so recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, I'm not a bog off, though. I'm not buy one, get one free, okay? <laughs> I'm not a bog off! <laughs> poor, poor. <laughs> uh, I guess we should start wrapping this up before we go to... We actually stayed on topic for most of this episode, which is... Oh, I'll be amazing. honest, one of the first episodes of Moogle Go Around that stayed on topic. I mean, we didn't even yeah. stay on topic with Susan Calloway. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've really been trying my best as a serial podcast derailer to not do it here. So um, we, we do it to yeah. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you know, this is the first time we've not just spent half an hour talking about Nando's, which I'm going to bring up. So, you, do you like Nando's? You you didn't bring up. Also, you managed not to bring up the cinema in Scarborough. So yeah, that was okay, that'd so been I, good. I feel like I'm going to get kicked out of the UK for saying this, but I don't particularly like Nando's. Well, I it's like, been fun having Jive on the show. I like the, <laughs> I like the type of food they serve. I would just much rather make it myself. I think that's the big Nando thing. Monkey. <laughs> well, it's well, been fun like having. It's be <laughs> <laughs> been a pleasure. Fun. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I will say it's probably because I can't get it that I want it. Oh, that's always the that's always the way though. It's like Taco Bell, or like in. I can't even get that. I can't yeah, even like get that. American yeah. fast food. I know when I go to America and have it, I'm always yeah. like, this wasn't as good as I built it up in my mind. But when I can't have it, you're like, oh, you know what I could really go for? Just Taco Bell. And you get it. Yeah, the there's one in York, but I've just oh. not been. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, York has. Uh, there's a few Taco Bells in England now, actually. Uh, just like Wendy's. Make a road trip across the border. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, Wendy's is in the UK? Yeah, in Reading. All right, on my way to Reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're also going to be opening one in London. I'm keeping an eye on Wendy's because I, I know this will sound weird, but I kind of want to do a live stream where I travel across the entire country. Trying to be the next Danny. For Wendy's. <laughs> trying to be the next Danny. Chilly back <laughs> on the road again. Just come out. <laughs> uh, well, I guess says I love Taco Bell. Yeah. What, hey. what are you guys going to be doing in FF? For me, obviously, The Feast Season 20. If the reward is the cruise chaser, that's obviously going to take up my time. So that'll be me. What about what about you, Java? What are you going to be doing? So I'm going to be continuing my tea prog. Uh, I'm going to be kicking off doing some deep dungeon, like 1 to 100 and 1 to 200 for Heaven on High and Palace of the Dead, respective, uh, respectively, because I am a masochist. And uh, I'm also currently working on weekends. I'm doing Savage Teaching with the current tier for people who are new to Savage or wanting to dip their toes into it. With the amount of time we've got till Endwalker, I figure it's a perfect opportunity to introduce people to a part of the game that I really enjoy. And I think for some people, there's a bit of a like barrier, like perceived barrier of entry to it. Um, and I always say that Savage, as, uh, as with most content in this game, is just about time, dedication, and the journey. Uh, there is no... There is no like set in stone barrier that says like, oh, you got to be this good to get into Savage. The best thing you can do is step into the fight, learn by failing, which is the best way to do it, in my opinion, and just see if you enjoy it. And uh, if you have good fun with it, just keep bashing your head against it. Like it's it's how you can get anything done in this game with enough dedication and sheer stubbornness. <laughs> you can uh, you can kick down everything. So I try and like help break down that sort of like rating anxiety for people and say, hey, look, we're just gonna go in. We're gonna have a very relaxed environment. There is no time pressure. This is not got to get this done by this bit of content we've got all the way till November. Let's just go in, feel it, like feel out of it's for you. 
I think E9 especially for this tier is a great introduction fight for people, given that it stresses a lot of the things that you need to understand or learn about the game to do Savage with like careful movement, um, introduces like a good range of mechanics and things like that, and like good rotational uptime uh, when there's areas where there could be downtime, and like arranging your party in light parties, just the very, very fundamentals. Um, so yeah, doing a lot of that as well on weekends. And otherwise, that's about it. Just playing too much Final Fantasy. Crafting a lot of Mithril files. Susan says, Savage scares me. Uh, Luna says, I want to have Savage seems stressful but fun. I, it, Savage looks scary from the distance, but when you actually start doing it, it's not too bad. Mm. It's more about finding a good group of people than it is anything else. Yeah, it, it's oh. not. I don't think it's fun if you're with a toxic... Well, I wouldn't even say toxic group, but... A group that doesn't mix well. They're not going to be toxic, mm. but to you, it's not going to be great because, yeah. As long as you can find a group where you're... A group of friends is the best way. Yeah. Find a group is the, the hardest part of Savage, really. Oh, yeah. Scheduling Savage is the true the true difficulty. I know. Like, oh, we got eight friends who want to raid. What days is everyone available? Well, this person can't do Thursdays, and this person can't do Sundays, and this person can only do weekday evenings. This person works evenings and oh. <laughs> I'll never do? forget my primal sat- static where I'm in England, our bard was in Russia, our tank lived in Japan, and the rest of the DPS lived in different parts of North America. Oh, God. We had to somehow... Sk- it was like, okay, we have to be here between- at 3 o'clock because that's the only time that any of us can like magically make... And it had to be three o'clock all the time. So even if it was British summertime, it was still three o'clock because Japan and Russia doesn't have mm, don't do daylight savings. Yeah, daylight savings. So I I nearly always missed the first week of Savage with daylight savings changed because it was so confusing for me. Xenobot <laughs> uh, Corp says, "Hey, we'll go around radio and crew. Yeah, I can relate. As I used to be a hardcore raider and working around people's schedules was always a challenge. Yeah." That's why mm. I'm never going to be the leader of static because I don't like doing that. I, I must secretly love it because I keep organizing statics and I'm like, oh god, my calendar. Uh. But I, I will say, as you say, the nice thing is, um, as uh, Doctor Listener says, feeling as a terrible schedule for Savage. There is always a group that will fit your time schedule yeah. eventually. Like people will raid at the wackiest times. Uh, I mean, look you at might us. Think, we... like, I'll never find people for it, and you will. Me and Paul raid at two a.m. Mm-hmm. Madness. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> well, after this, we're going to have a break, and then at 2 a.m. tonight, we raid till 5. So oh, I will, I, I will I'll say I'll be fast asleep, but it's too hot I'm to not, sleep. I'm not. I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, we say most nights, Paul. Most nights. Yeah, most nights. Yeah, the, the average I'm night. Tonight, I'm going to bed. But, Paul, um, they asked us what we're doing. I'm going to be leveling up crafters so I can make money. I have a lot crafting mentorship, so I am now a crafting mentor. But I still have to go back to do my level one quests because I haven't done them. But I am a crafting mentor. Uh, I see you too make raid potions. No, I haven't even unlocked alchemy yet. I am a crafting. How are you a mentor? (laughs) (laughs) That's because you don't have manipulation, and mm, yeah, you know what? (laughs) I don't have alchemy, goldsmith. Um, I have like three craft, one craft eighty. Mentor, 
<laughs> it's a concerningly low bar for crafting mentor. I mean, I guess, I suppose, uh, it doesn't really matter too much for crafting. Nah. As long as you can teach people how to craft. Wear that crowd proudly. Yes, I will. And when people ask me mm-hmm. questions, I'll be like, buttons. <laughs> uh, well, no, to be fair, I'd be just like, click trial synthesis. <laughs> Did it work? Good. No, Have you heard asking... of TeamCraft? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard of it. I've never worked say... out what it is. <laughs> oh, I, as an absolute crafting goblin, I love TeamCraft. You can just basically make more complex spreadsheets, like more complex versions of spreadsheets to manage crafts. And yeah, incredible. Doing like what? FC airships has been such a massive time saver. Dr. Delicious says, What requirements crafting mental? Okay, you got to have one level 80 gatherer, level 80 crafter, if I'm brightly. Yeah, um, level free- one quest. <laughs> yeah, level one quest. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you. What happened is I got my botany quest, my first hatchet, and then I just left, and then never actually got it. I just <laughs> bought the hatchet. Alright, boys, we're still- you up for the war. You're good enough. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but no, three hundred collectibles for gatherers, three hundred collectibles for crafters, and that's it. I think isn't there a requirement for a certain amount of high quality crafts as well? I mean, you're gonna get those just by pressing Doing buttons. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I do the potion crafter meme, because I think that's how I got mine, which is crafting raid pots. Eventually I looked at it. I, I like, probably oh, got mine from all the cool. the coffee biscuits I was making, to be honest. Yeah, that would do it as well. Actually, So yeah, that's how you become a crafting mentor. You pick up your quests, your level one quests, you, you go off and buy the gear instead, and then you craft, mm. and then you win. <laughs> Crafting in this game is a massive pyramid scheme, but when you get to the top, yeah. oh boy, is it worth it? <laughs> Look, I just want enough to buy my medium house in the goblet. I already have a small on prime. I have a medium cool. on primal, okay? And I have a small on Aether. I want my medium in the goblet, and I want to upgrade my small love house on Gilgamesh. To love a medium-sized love hotel. Yeah. You have three houses, that's it, report. Reported. <laughs> <laughs> you can only have one of them. Can't be having more than one. You've I can have... Also... Can have... Sorry, go on. What? Sorry, oh, go so on. you've also just reminded me I need to go and walk into my house because I've got a medium in Shiragani at the beach and I'd forgotten to go for a while. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to get auto-demolished. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, I have one on each data center. I, well, I have one on Primal, one on Aether. So... And the Aether one, to be honest, I wasn't even planning to buy. I just saw it open and I'd done, I'd be in Palace of Dead and I sold the mount. And Ooh. I saw it, the, the plank there just, oh, you know what? I'll click it. You know, <laughs> it's empty house. I'll click it. Nobody here. What? You know, nobody's here. It's going to be locked. Bought house. Oh, uh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> Chili is a Moogle. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I had two houses on Primal at one point. I just gave one away because I felt bad that I had two. Uh, well, I, I was in an FC that had um, an entire ward. This was a long time ago. An entire ward was the same three crafters, and they got in mm-hmm. a lot of public public trouble on Twitter. And then everyone forgot about it a month later, which is... You know, oh, that was... And they still was had Goblin. those houses to stay. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, it was angered. That was Goblin, right? No, yeah, I know Goblin server had that server. Ragnarok, that was, was it. On, uh, Ragnarok, yeah. Oh, uh, 
Anyway, I said we were wrapping up. Paul, have you got anything? You, you, what would, what are you planning to do until well, Endwalker? Uh, yeah, but I said like no one else. I was like, okay, I'll just sit here. Um, I think my my my, my kind of times have changed now. During the weekend, I obviously I raid uh, with my EU group, Team DC. The great DCs are great. Disconnecting, not data center. But um, other than that, just trying to get to beat E12S. I'm actually probably going to. Grab one of my alts again and see if I can pug my way to the top on stream. So see if I can pug from 9 to 12, see if I can complete it. And maybe look for a, uh, a, a, a what's it called, a, an ultimate or a T stack, maybe kind of in my line of uh, time zone. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know what tank I want to do. I think I want to tank. Uh, punk tank it, <clears throat> gunbreaker. <clears throat> Sorry, something yeah, I, I've I've <laughs> been I've been doing um, I was doing heaven on highs on my own over time. I wiped on floor fifty four, but that's because I was dumb. Um, but yeah, I was doing gunbreaker because it seemed the easiest way to do it. I miss when Taro TV used to stream his heaven on high. Oh man, I got to floor 98 seven times in a row and I was like, oh, fuck this, it's not meant to be. <laughs> it's not meant to be. It's it burnt me out. I was like, I can't do it. I have, if I see the number 98 now, I get PTSD. <laughs> yeah, you, if you don't visit your house, it'll, you'll be, it'll be kicked and deleted. But uh, okay. other than that, I don't actually play a lot of Final Fantasy. I've actually been playing a shit ton of WoW this week. And probably for the weeks coming up, because obviously 9.1 came out, so I was mashing that and just having a good time. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think I want to try and play a lot more FF, but I don't want to get burnt out, obviously with the expansion coming up. I really want to like burn myself out and then be like, okay, I don't kind of want to play, but Reaper is kind of making it very hard for me to burn out because that's what I'm really looking forward to is Reaper and Bunny Boys. They're not the only thing. I don't even give a shit about the story. Reaper and Bunny Boys. That's all I want. But yeah. So now what? What are we doing? I think this is it. We're going to end it. And, and I'm going to do the giveaway now. We're going to... you got, I don't know, one minute to enter. If you, you've got a sub, of course, but if you, you want to enter, type cake. We'll give you a couple more minutes while we um, we start wrapping out, because uh, I know Doctor Delicious can enter um, if he wants the chance to win the um, Lunar Whale mount. Even if you already have it, you could give it to a friend that doesn't have it, or you could just do it a giveaway on your own stream if you have a stream. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd like to shout out to both Java Monkey and Tarotee for, for joining us. Um, you got to be a sub to enter. Sorry, Zenoba Corp. Um, uh, but anyway, Java Monkey, if you got any shout outs and. Anything you'd like to add at the end? Promote yourself, mm. of course. Yeah, I uh, I stream on my Twitch at twitch.tv slash javamonkey with an underscore at the end because once upon a time, many years ago, I had the original javamonkey name on Twitch and then like an idiot, I changed it for a meme um, <laughs> and then I couldn't get it back and I live in regret of my younger stupidity all the time. Uh, I also have an active Discord server which you can find through my stream. We organize a lot of I say the savage teaching and rating stuff through there, building a bit of a rating community over in that regard. And then once in a blue moon, I upload content on my YouTube. Um, but you know, I got to get better at doing that. But otherwise, yeah, 
be excellent to each other. Thank you again very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here thank and you chat so to all you guys and everything. So thank, thank you, you for very putting much up for with having us. me on. Oh no, thank you for putting up with me. It's uh, it's been it's been excellent. It's been a lot of fun. So thank you very much. Nice. nice. And yeah. Tyro TV, have you got any shout outs? Uh and oh, yeah, so promote firstly, stuff. If it lets me post links, you can uh, follow me. No, 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 Chile. I don't use Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you for the, the, the shout-outs, I'm the opposite of most people. I, I post primarily on YouTube um, videos, and I don't really do any streaming or anything. So I'm active on there and on Twitter. So feel free to follow me there. Again, thanks again, uh, Chile and Paul, for inviting me on. And it was super awesome to... Uh, to meet you, Java, um, another UK sort of content creator um, who's also a tank. So it was very nice uh, meeting you. Same to yourself more, as well. Much more discussions with yourself. Um, as general, just shout out to my static that we've been raiding now for, God, it feels, I think, two, two, maybe two and a half years at a casual pace. And um, other than that, yeah, thanks very much. Okay. Paul? Mm, yes. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Paul, the other half of Moog Around. I just want to say thank you to everyone that comes out today. Thank you to uh, Java Monkey also for coming on and out to meet a fellow fellow bun lover. So that's good. And obviously we've got the, uh, the Lalafells on the other side. So, you know. Yeah. Lalafells. But yeah, uh, shout out to those guys as well. Uh, Job Monkey, obviously, you can, he's so there, he's already given him out. Uh, for me, big shout out to all you lovely people just coming on. Even when I'm playing WoW Classic on the stream, some of you guys come chill. Great. I love it. Um, but also, I'm rambling because I'm hella tired. I'm just trying to think of what I want to say. You can follow me at. Uh, Paul Metal One on Twitter, where I just I just tweet random nonsense. I like random nonsense. Yeah, and follow us on Moogarand Radio, where we play games. And Final Fantasy is great, but WoW is also great. Chili, you can you can take over at any time, any time. Okay. Well, I'm going to close the entries. Um, thank you again to Taru TV and Java Monkey. Go check out at Java Monkey on, Twi- on Twitch at Twitch, uh, twitch.tv underscore Java, Java Monkey underscore. I'm bad. I don't know why. Um, also, go check out Taru TV on YouTube. It's always lovely to chat with Taru TV, and it was lovely to chat with Java Monkey for the first time. Hopefully, we can have you back on again. Um, we're going to end this this giveaway now. I remember if you this, I will not be doing subscribe or any giveaways again. This was a failure. I wish I could changed it back to um, normal, but Twitch and the Streamlabs wouldn't let me unless I had to close it and restart it again, which I can't. I can't be bothered. Um, but don't worry, we are giving away a lunar whale every month until November. So you'll if you come back to the next episode in two in a month, not in two weeks. I'd be horrendous. I can't afford that. In a month, you'll have a chance to win it again, and that will be for followers only again. So not subs, followers. You just have to click the follow button. Um, close entries and also maybe we'll have uh, when I think September is when the uh, job videos come out so maybe we'll yeah. have a bunch of ah. people that we're going to have 
on congratulations, Doctor Delicious, yeah. for winning the lunar mount. But uh, shout out to everyone that's joined us tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm Chili from Moogarab Radio. You can follow me at MG underscore Chili on Twitter. Um, and of course, I stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on this channel. So uh, we'll be going to retro games at the end of the month. So thank you, everyone. Um, until next time, goodbye. So long. <laughs>